Welcome to the Amplifier Podcast, the show where the best in business discuss how you can grow your business best. I'm Wyatt McPherson, I produce this show, and this week we are back with the CEO of Innovator Industrial, founder of Amplifier, and author of his newest book, The Industrial Sales Solution. This episode, we'll be going over how this process can best assist in growing your business and differentiating yourself from your competition. So Don, why don't you start by talking to us a bit about how scalability works in the industrial space and how having a strong sales process can greatly help. Every company out there exists and has had the level of success that they have figured out the capability to, to get to. If they're a $2 million, $5 million, $50 million, $100 million business, they got there because they were capable of doing that. Most people want more success. Most people want to create more certainty, more predictability. Some want to grow. All of them want a more repeatable uh, and scalable way of, of of, of generating revenue and generating success with their clients. Now, what's, what I find interesting in the industrial space is, is hidden in almost every company, particularly ones that were started by uh, a small team, um, the management team or the entrepreneur who started it, they have some hidden sauce that they brought to the table. And sometimes they actually believe, well, I've just got a lot of great relationships. But those relationships will inevitably have a process behind them about how you win that client's business. There's a certain way that certain people that they talk to, certain things that they uncover, certain questions they ask, certain meetings that they have. And so almost every company has a formula for selling that is undocumented, that is... Um, not repeatable, not scalable, and therefore it's really hard to predict because these companies will say, well, John is just really great at selling. He does a lot of sales for us. How does he do it? I don't know. He just does. And maybe John doesn't even know how he does it, but you know, we can actually help them uncover their success formula. And the reason to un uncover the success formula is to make it repeatable, is to make it scalable, and to make it teachable so that, you know, if John is the president of the company or he's the vice president or he's the operations leader, at some point we need to free John up so that he can take on, you know, bigger, bigger roles. And so it could be starting to unload how he creates leads and how he creates initial opportunities and documenting the way he does that and then teaching it and documenting it so that we can, you know, get other people to, to, uh, to take on some of those responsibilities. And that's, that's effectively how every company grows. You know, if you're a welding shop and some of the most successful uh, general contractors in Canada started off with an entrepreneur who had a welding rig and then he had two and then he had 10 and then he started to pull bundles and then he started to do cranes and all of a sudden he, is 30 or 40 years later is one of the largest turnaround businesses or largest uh, uh, maintenance companies in the region. And no one knows how he did it other than tenacity and hard work, but they had a process and they had a success formula. And so many, you know, but you know what, what so many of these companies struggle with is, you know, how do I go to the next generation in the business to make that business repeatable and lasting longer than the person who started it, who had his own drive. And every company out there, and there are thousands of them, have 
these man, you know, senior management or entrepreneurial created businesses that they had a success formula that they think is hard work and they think was work ethic and they think was relationship and all of those elements were in there, but there were actually key activities and key steps that they took that no one really knows that secret sauce, but that secret sauce exists. And when you can capture it and then you can add some structure to it, um, now all of a sudden you have something that can free you up, can make you scalable, can make you repeatable, and ultimately can help you grow. Whether that's me or any other entrepreneur out there, they all had a success formula that got them to the level of success that they're at. But imagine if you could multiply yourself. Imagine if you could take how great you are and make three other people even 80% or 70% as good as you, you could triple the size of your business. And actually, and, and more importantly, for managers and, and, and for the entrepreneurs, make the business more predictable, free your time up so that you're not doing 60, 80 hour weeks and feeling like you're carrying the whole load of the business. But you can't do it by just hiring a salesperson because there's some unique things about your business that need, need structure for either those technical salespeople or, or those relationship salespeople to bring to the table. Naturally, one of the key ways to growing a business is to have greater sales. So what exactly is the issue with the outdated way that these companies are selling? And how would you recommend they begin to fix this? There's a old school, I know lots of people kind of sales strategy that lacks some process, some tools, even though our you know, the execution side of the industrial side of the business, whether it's, you know, finance systems, safety systems are much more advanced than they were 10, 20 years ago. Quality systems are more advanced. Uh, Behavior-based safety, execution, um, work-face planning, uh, the way that clients do detailed uh, prima vera type planning on their projects. All of those things are orders of magnitude greater than they were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I would say that for most industrial suppliers and contractors, none of that level of growth has changed for, for their sales teams. Many of them don't even have a way to uh, track their customers. Um, if they have a, a CRM for the sales team. It's often something that was plugged into their, to their, um, to their finance system as a way to track names and phone numbers. Um, they don't necessarily have a sales process. They don't have a marketing tool that can help figure out who are the 10,000 people in my market and who are the 200 people who are paying attention. Salespeople often run around with directories and binders of their, um, their clients' business cards that they put into their smartphone or into Outlook. And, you know, I, I've interviewed prior to writing this book over a hundred salespeople in the industrial space and about 5% have a process and equally about 5% have any system of record like a uh, a tool for how they are tracking who they see, who, what they were interested in, a CRM. Um, so many of them, the companies themselves have not sponsored the use of technology for the sales team. Uh, so salespeople are building their own on spreadsheets or they're simply using, you know, Outlook or their iPhone or, or some real basic tools, just literally just to track a directory 
And then they kind of got to keep it clear in their head. And from a company perspective, that information walks out the door if that salesperson leaves, um, which is, you know, a real challenge. If the salesperson was even mediocre, he, he can, he takes all that client knowledge with him. So if you don't have, if you don't have a tool for that, you are, you might as well be, um, you know, the way, the best way I can say it to a, um, to all, all the industrial clients listening, if you don't have a selling system for how, what, how your salespeople um, track what they're doing and reporting it, it'd be the same as taking your safety system and just handing it out and saying, here, copy our safety program, or here's all of our well procedures. If they could uh, take those well procedures, just anyone could use them. Uh, you wouldn't do that. You know, we have systems for quality, for welding procedures, for, uh, for safety, for quality, for finance, and yet we don't we don't arm and create a company system for for system of record. So salespeople don't have processes, they don't have the right tools. Often, they're often like lone rangers who, and I think that's some of the the mystery for a lot of industrial contractors and suppliers is they think there's some magic sauce in the salesperson. The only reason that magic sauce is perceived that way is because you haven't layered any systems or tools or processes in for them to follow, or even just worked with your existing team to create that infrastructure. And, and, and I, I, I hear about it all the time. Well, yeah, the company gave me this CRM that you know, was an add-on to our, our, our finance software. And it's, it's really, a, you know, pardon my French, it's a piece of crap because it's designed for just either just tracking names or it's really just a, a reporting tool. It's not really empowering and enabling the salespeople to be successful. So, um, you know, it's, it's a bit of a black box. I mean, it sounds pretty simple, but if you aren't selling, then you aren't making any money and your business will cease to exist. But also, what is the point in being perfectly content with where you're at and not wanting to grow it even further? And with that comes investments. And one of the often forgotten areas um, is sales tools, uh, especially ones that can track selling progress so you always know where all the potential money is at and sometimes more importantly, where it's lost so that you can win it next time. Selling is the fuel that goes into the engine. Uh, it's the fuel in the tank that makes the rest of the vehicle work. And you know, if you don't have a way to refuel your car all the time, the tank goes empty a lot. And if you don't have, if you don't have a fuel gauge to know how full your engine is, how full your sales funnel is, the kinds of work that's getting done at different stages for finding opportunities, working those opportunities, winning those opportunities. It, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be like driving a vehicle with no fuel gauge and often with no certainty on when you're going to get to the next gas station. Um, pretty scary. You know, anyone who has ever had a, a new vehicle and had a faulty fuel gauge, it's really a strange thing. My, my newest um, vehicle that I drive is a, uh, is a, uh, is a pickup truck and it was brand new and and it had a faulty fuel sensor on the gauge and it took me about three tanks to figure out that you know there's something wonky going on here you know i, I ran out of gas three times in in, in about two weeks because i couldn't tell where empty was sometimes it was going empty on one third sometimes it was one eighth and so you know for a couple of weeks until i could get it into the shop to get it fixed I literally was just tracking my mileage. And the minute that my tank gauge went below half, I, uh, I went and filled it back up. Now, it would be awesome 
for every everyone listening, if when they saw their tank at half full, they could just go fill it back up. But that actually takes a process to, you know, a sales process to fill your tank back up. But it's even worse, you don't have a way to measure how much fuel you have. And so many companies don't. They, they have no way of predicting their revenue uh, because they don't have the, the right leading and lagging indicators in place for forecasting, for lead generation, for managing opportunities. And it's a lot of getting a sales report uh, from the sales team going, yeah, I had 10 great meetings this week. What did you sell? Well, nothing yet, but you know, they had some great meetings. And okay, great. Well, how, why were they great meetings? How did you measure that they were successful meetings? What did you learn? Did you uncover new opportunities? Um, you know, what was it that made those meetings great? And, and often salespeople will measure, you know, w w without a tool to, to, to be able to debrief the rest of the team on why were those particular sales meetings great? Um, they'll equate great to that they had a good conversation and they started to build a relationship and they learned that the customer, you know, has a dog and, and uh, likes to golf and is planning to take holidays in the Okanagan in July and somehow, I mean, that, that's all good rapport building stuff, but it has nothing to do with selling. It has nothing to do with filling, creating a way to predictably fill the tank and give the management team a dashboard that says, yeah, we've got a full tank of fuel, we can keep driving. Meetings with clients, with salespeople without a plan, uh, go like that where they, they, they showed up in the parking lot um, and they were nearby the fuel tank, but you know, they don't really have any success to say, you know, how that, how that meeting went. And sorry, just to go back a little to make an important distinction, this solution is not just for one salesperson. This is a company-wide process that can be instilled so that if, for whatever reason, one salesperson leaves the business, the process does not simply leave with them. Well, that's the biggest problem. So many companies hire salespeople because he's a great sales guy, because he's got some magic sauce of his own. That's like letting your intellectual property walk out the door. Companies need their own process that they train their people to, that their people are accountable to, that, that helps their people sell. So you don't want a sales process that, that uh, your people can't follow. Um, it, it needs to be something that is logical, that leads to great conversations with clients, that leads to creating opportunities, that leads to managing those, managing the right opportunities that are winnable, uh, and ultimately giving the entire team, the salesperson, the sales manager, the leadership team of the company, a predictable dashboard that says, we have a great way to forecast. We can see the right kinds of activities are happening. The right kinds of opportunities are being created. The right number of opportunities are at the right stages so that we can plan our business around that. You know, being able to predict your revenues in a repeatable and scalable way allows you to plan the rest of your business. If you don't have, and so many companies will sell on backlog, meaning they're selling on what is already sold. So I've, I've got back, and I've, I've had these conversations with about four clients in the last, um, in the last month, and they're measuring their selling predictability on what is already sold. Meaning I've already got the contract to do this. I'm hoping it all happens. I've got backlog that's closed one business and that's great. But what, what is, what is coming down the pipeline? What do you have that is in pursuing? What do you have that's in proposing? What do you have that you're developing? 
What do you have for new prospects? And most companies have no visibility before the RFQ process happens. There's just a whole lot of feelers going out there. Um, and, and, and it's totally unpredictable. And at this time, if all you have is backlog and you don't have some level of control and measurement and understanding of all of the opportunities from the very top where they're just inquiries and potentials to ones that are qualified, to ones that are in, in discovery, uh, the ones that are in proposing, the ones that you're dealing with any clarifications and closing, you know, all those st stages all happen before backlog. And so many companies struggle with that in, in our space. Um, it is, it is, it, and it is where all the prediction um, in, in those businesses can come from if, if they put their focus on it. So, so this is about creating a process for salespeople to make them way more successful. You know, using this process, you can take a technical person who's never sold and within six months make him a really quota hitting and exceeding great performer. And if you find the right type of relationship seller who is open to change and open to transparency, then you can equally give them a really great scalable system that will leverage their people skills and then, you know, put, you know, and really be able to magnify it. Uh, so it's great for salespeople. It's certainly great for sales managers. I know for myself as a, as a sales leader uh, in my own right, uh, having the, having and using this system gives me great confidence. Um, and as the, as the, as the executive of the business, uh, who's ultimately responsible for financial certainty of the entire enterprise, uh, having us, I, I couldn't operate a business without, without a very, without a very spelled out and predictable sales, uh, sales process. It would be, uh, it, it would be unfathomable for me to run a business without it, but so many do. And it's, uh, it's kind of like driving a car with a blindfold if you don't have it. And there you have it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Amplifier Podcast. If you'd like to download your own free copy of Don's book, The Industrial Sales Solution, then you can do so anytime by going to AmplifierX.com and heading over to the book section, or you can go to TheIndustrialSalesSolution.com. For any additional info on this podcast specifically or anything else that we do here at Amplifier, you just need to go over to AmplifierX.com or click on any of the links in the show notes. Don't forget to rate this podcast. It really does help us a lot. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Amplifier Podcast.